0: Paul Jameson. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're a show to help you take your lawn care landscaping business to the next level. But the topic we're going to talk today is universal for anyone in any industry um, because we're going to talk about saving money, investing money, and ultimately thriving financially. And so it's going to be a fun uh, topic today to talk about personal finance. So on our other episodes, we talked about getting your small business profitable by charging the right price, having the right efficiencies, the right people on the bus, the right team. And if you listen to previous episodes, hopefully you have the, the tools and are equipped to run your small business as profitably as possible. And Therefore, if you have a profitable business and you're paying yourself as the owner, what do you do with that money, your your, your personal money? That's what we're going to dive into today and talk about the realm of compound interest. I love compound interest when it's working for you. Uh, we're going to talk about mutual funds, index funds, the S&P 500, and just, just talk about all of that and some practical tactics and, and strategies um, to save for taxes personally and in your business. And... Uh, you know, how to save up money for those short-term purchases, a a new home, a new car. Um, How do you make wise investment uh, decisions and choices and really build a a secure financial future? Uh, That's what we're going to talk about uh, today. Disclaimer, as we get started here, this information that I'm going to be sharing today, it's for educational purposes only. I should not be considered uh, legal or financial advice in any way, shape or form. Please, please, please consult a certified professional with your best interest in mind for your personal guidance. I say with your best interest in mind, because you got to be careful when you get into the financial world. A lot of guys out there are sleazy and they make a commission based off products they sell us. And so they'll tell us, oh, you need to get this, Mr. Jameson, you need to get this. Right. And you be careful out there because they're just saying that because then they're going to get a commission. You want someone who has your best interest in mind. Um, I know a lot of CFPs, certified financial planners, for example, have your best interest in mind. And anyway, get a certified professional for your financial advice. Today, I'm more so sharing uh, definitions and explanations of what compound interest is, what the s and p 500 is what a mutual fund is, what an index fund. Simple things like that we're gonna, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some principles that work to build wealth. But again, just a little disclaimer. This is not considered legal or financial advice, and please, please, please uh, sift through when you do hire a professional, make sure they have your best interest in mind, and they're not just trying to to take your money to get a commission. So all right, uh, let's do this first. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Equip Expo. They're on their fortieth year, and uh, I'm going to this show. I started going in October seventeenth, pardon me, October of two thousand seventeen, and I've gone every year since. There was one year where it was postponed, and but other than that, I've 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 had this as a staple on my schedule every year. I go for one reason, um, and that is to network. It is to hang out with old friends, um, and, and get to you know enjoy my buddies and in Uh, make new friends, and I have so many awesome stories of people I've met at Equip that have become dear friends. Brian Fullerton, met him met Equip, dear friend. Of course, my regular friends that you hear about on this show all the time, John Pajak, Naylor, Caleb, we all knew each other before Equip, but at Equip is kind of when we get to hang out all in person and and laugh and um, have a good time together. So this this year's show gets started on uh, Tuesday, October 17th, That's when I'll be getting into town. Uh, We're going to have dinner that night at Merle's. Uh, Mitchell Gordy will have more about that. I'm going to get him on the podcast to share about that. Wednesday, October 18th, the show opens, um, I think, at noon, noon to five on on Wednesday, October 18th. Thursday, it opens at nine. However, we're doing a big event before that, starting at 8 a.m. in the main ballroom. Uh, called the Morning Show. We're going to be doing a live podcast from the stage there on Thursday, October nineteenth, twenty twenty three at Equip Expo. Going to be a lot of fun. Um, that's free uh, with your with your registration. That that's included on Thursday. And then the show wraps up on Friday, October twentieth. Uh, I think it goes nine to two on Friday. So uh, I would I would be there. Um, if you can only go there for a few days, the main day to be there is Thursday. That's like the main main day. Uh, But if you can swing to be there Wednesday through Friday or Tuesday through Friday, uh, it's an excellent trade show. Biggest in our industry, it's called the Equip Exposition. Uh, This year, it's October 17th through 20th, 2023. Louisville, Kentucky. Now, they have early bird pricing set right now at $25. but If you use that promo code Paul, you'll get in for only $12.50 because promo code Paul is going to get you 50% off. So, Uh, You can click the link in today's show notes and register for the Equip Exposition. Make sure you use promo code Paul. All right, let's dive into this. And before we do, I want to share a proverb. Let me see if I can find it here. This is from Proverbs chapter 21. This is powerful. Uh, Where is it at here? I got it on my computer. So here we go. Verse 20 says, the wise have wealth and luxury. But fools spend whatever they get. The wise, do you want to be wise or considered a fool? (laughs) I want to be in the camp of the wise. Well, the wise have wealth and luxury. You can sign me up for that. But the fools spend whatever they get. And so according to Proverbs, you are a fool. I am a fool if what we get, right, our income, if we spend it all. And I think that applies to our business and and to us personally. So let's dive into this with the mindset of let's not be a fool and spend everything we make, but let's make sure that we are setting aside some in uh, savings and uh, building wealth over time. Okay, I got five points. We're going to see if I can uh, pull this off all in one episode. So I'm going to have to move quickly. Number one, point number one, again, we're talking about saving money, building wealth. Number one is the power of compound interest. And my goal in sharing all this is is so a, a middle schooler can understand this because I can't stand when these financial people talk all haughty and just, they think they're so slick. This stuff, if you listen to Warren Buffett and you listen to Dave Ramsey, they make it so simple. These guys are rich. Warren Buffett's uh, net worth is billions with a B, billions, many, many, many billions with a B. Dave Ramsey is, I'm sure he's close to billionaire status. Very simple, how they've gotten wealthy. They've used compound interest in their favor. So what is compound interest? Well, it's this force that it makes, it makes your finances grow. So in the most simplest way I can explain it is you're earning interest on your initial investment, but then the initial investment is gonna gain interest over time. So it's that interest on the interest. It's like a big old snowball that compounds. So let me, let me give you an example. And, and this, I'm not saying do this. Of course, I gave my legal disclaimer at the beginning. I'm just, this is just for math's sake. Let's say you have $10,000. OK, and you you put it in the stock market and you don't do anything else, which I don't suggest. I suggest you ongoing. <laughs> keep putting more money in. But let's just say you put one time you just get ten thousand dollars. You put it in a in a stock. Uh, well, in a mutual fund in the stock market. And let's say that mutual fund has an average annual return of eight percent. Now, there's some that do better than that. But this is just for my my example here to to show compound interest put 10,000 in 8% return over 10 years, that investment would grow to approximately 21,589 due to compounding interest. Um, That compounding effect will re basically reinvest your earnings. And now you've doubled your money. A lot of examples say you'll double your money every seven years. And it's obviously a the annual rate of return is going to that variable is going to um, dictate whether your money is going to double every seven years, every eight years. But there's a lot of historical data that your money will double every seven or eight years when you're getting that kind of return. And this silly example was just you put the money in one time and set it and forget it. But if you actually are, are ongoing, adding more and more money, um, you know, maybe having it on a um, monthly auto draft out of your, your, checking account going into investment, then you can really grow wealth faster. So this showcases the power of consistent, um, saving and long-term investing that you can double your money every seven to eight years um, with an annual rate, annual return rate of 8%. So let me give more, let me give one more, uh, quick, uh, proverb, Cause I was, i read both these this morning and I was like, you know what? This is a podcast episode real quick. This is in the next chapter, Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven says, just as the rich rule over the poor, so the borrower is a servant to the lender. So the reason why you hear me speak so um, much against debt is because when we're in debt, Instead of compound interest working for us and our money doubling every seven years or eight years, if it's in a proper smart wise investment, when we're in debt, it's the opposite effect of compounding interest. We're we're paying somebody, you know, uh, money and then we're paying interest on our money to them. And we're um, a slave is what what Proverbs 22, seven says. So that's why you guys hear me so adamant. Of getting out of debt. And Warren Buffett himself, I heard him in a talk. I think he was talking to Nebraska, uh, University of Nebraska students. And he was explaining to them, y'all got to get out of debt as soon as possible. Because when Warren Buffett started investing, he had a $30,000 net worth. He was positive $30,000 in his early uh, 20s, his late teens, early 20s. And he didn't have student loan debt. He wasn't in the hole. He wasn't owing people money. He had money because he had money. He was able to invest that money. And then over time, he, with compounding interest, you know, he turned that 30,000 into billions with a B, a part of me, Bill, of course, with a B, billions, plural with an S, billions, billions, multiple billions. And so that's one of the reasons why I don't like debt is because I don't want to be paying someone else interest. I want to be compounding the interest and doubling my money every seven or eight years so there you go. Then we could do a whole entire episode on the power of compounding interest. That's my phone beeping, by the way. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, people say all the time when I'm doing my podcast and my phone dings, they look at their phone. And so I think I turned it on do not silent. I, I don't know. I, I turn it on do not silent, Mr. Producer, and then it's still it's still ding. So I don't I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. But um, all right, let let's uh, let me go ahead and take this text. This one's kind of important. So uh, we're going to uh, pay some bills around here, hear from today's show sponsors. And coming up, I want to talk about mutual funds, index funds, the S&P 500, um, and the power of having a budget and setting aside money. We'll be right back. Stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area Area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at MyServiceArea.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's MyServiceArea.com forward slash Paul. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS TrackIt is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS TrackIt take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS TrackIt, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. All righty. Well, let's demystify some of these terms Uh, In the investment world, what is a mutual fund? What's an index fund? What's an S&P 500? And um, dive into uh, what diversification truly means. And uh, then we'll go on with the nooks and crannies about actually setting a budget so you have the margin so that you can save um, and that you can invest and build wealth. And we're also going to talk about taxes, uh, saving for those. So lots to talk about. Let's just delve right into this world of investments. We'll start with mutual funds. So a mutual fund is a professionally managed investment vehicle that basically it it pulls money from multiple investors to purchase a diversified portfolio of stocks or bonds or other securities. So if you think about a stock, right? We'll think of the Apple stock, right? For your, your iPhone, right? Apple, that's just one stock. And so if you buy one stock, that's considered a high risk because if that company blockbuster, right, that company circuit city, right, that company, whatever, you might think, oh, they're a giant. They're going to be great. Well, you never know. And if that company tanks Enron, right, you're, 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 um, you're not diversified. So even if you have your three favorite stocks, you got, you know, I don't even know what three you like, but you got all three. Well, if one of those three goes south, that's very, very risky. So the um, point of a mutual fund is if it's pro- uh, properly, you know, professionally managed, you know, and hopefully they're doing a good job, there's going to be this instant diversification because you're essentially going to have a whole bunch of stocks in that mutual fund. And there's other variables to it. I'm just keeping it, keeping it very simple, uh, but that's a mutual fund. The word mutual, right? Multiple things are are bundled in there and it offers that advantage Instantly, you have diversification and those are professionally managed. So you're out mo- cutting grass all day. You're not worried about it. The, you know, the people overseeing that mutual fund are taking care of that. And again, I gave the disclaimer um, at, the, at the top of the broadcast. I'm not giving, this is not considered legal or financial advice in any way, shape or form. Um, you need to consult a certified professional um, for your personal guidance. I'm just truly giving you the, you know, the textbook definition. What is a mutual fund? Well, well, then let's move into what is an index fund. An index fund is basically a type of mutual fund designed to replicate a performance of a specific um, index. So the most popular is the S and P 500, right? Standard and poor 500. This is an index fund that is basically going to mirror the top 500 U S companies. And so, how that market performs, the S and P 500, the the um, for example, there's one called uh uh VOO, V-O-O Vanguard's um S and P 500 index fund. What's well, basically going to do exactly what the S and P 500 does, and and then you're basically investing instead of one company, you're basically investing in the the top 500 um, companies. So um, that's actively managed, and you're um you know again it's that diversification um effect so um boom 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 oh yeah thank you mr producer what is the s&p 500 i kind of just referenced that um but it's it's that stock market index that's going to track the performance of these 500 large publicly traded companies in in the united states so how those do is how your your s&p 500 index fund is going to do so there's a couple of terms. And I recently was talking to a listener, a friend of the show, and they made six figures last year, uh, personal income, first time in their life. And so they started a lawn care business several years ago. And, and, and the first few years, you know, just like many of us, it was rough. And um, long story short, last year, they had a really good year and it was very profitable and they were able as a, is a personal income. I'm not talking about the business. The business did hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in top line revenue, but I'm talking their personal income for the first time in his life was over a hundred thousand dollars. And he was telling me about, um, you know, his, his parents don't make that much money. And basically no one in his, in his family is, is a six figure earner. And he's like, Paul, I don't know what to do with the money. And right now it's just actually sitting, sitting in a bank. And I said, listen, because I've been around these athletes, I said, do not invest this money in anything that you don't understand. Because I've seen these basketball players and these football players, literally, I've I've brushed shoulders with these guys and they did dumb investments because some guy told them to do this, that, or the other and they didn't pay any attention. And just because someone told them to do it, they did it. And you want to understand if you're going to make an investment, let's say you're going to invest in an index fund into the S and P 500 that you don't just do that. Cause somebody told you to do that at a cookout or you heard it on a podcast for crying out loud. No, only do something investing in a mutual fund, investing in an index fund, investing in a real estate, you know, buying your, buying your first home. And that's actually where this person's ended up um, saving the money for. We, we kind of talked it through and I was like, dude, only do something you understand, and so I explained the mathematics of purchasing power. And that money just sitting in that savings account is, you know, let's say inflation's nine percent, and this, he, he's got a big bank. the The the, and, um, the savings rate, uh, interest rate, is only like I think he had like one point something percent. It was, it was pitiful. You can go on Ally Bank or one of these other places that have like four percent. But anyway, I was like, you're losing purchasing power. But I said, I'd rather. You know, I'd rather you just have the money sitting there rather than you go do it in some stupid investment and you lose it. So anyway, I actually haven't talked to him in a few months, but he was um him and his wife wanted to buy their first you know, nice house and they're they're just saving the money for a down payment for that. But anyway, my point to him, my point to everyone is when you're new at all this stuff, find someone who has a heart of a teacher. And again, I am not in any way, shape, or form a certified professional financial um nothing. I'm just somebody who has noticed compound interest and understand the, the premises. And I listen to guys like Dave Ramsey and Warren Buffett, but you need to understand this for yourself so that you can only make investments because you understand what you're getting into. Not because somebody with a fancy suit told you to do something and you, you, if you have this uneasy feeling inside of yourself, don't do it, but be um, intentional to start understanding these strategies and and what's the best um, goals for your wealth building plan. All right. We got to move quicker here. Let me see, Mr. Producer. Uh, let's just keep going and try to, we'll just try to rush through these last three because my, my schedule is crazy. So I, sometimes we, when we get long winded on these, I, I do a part a and a part B part one, part two, but we're going to have to, we're just gonna have to breeze through this saving for taxes. So as a small business owner, Planning for your taxes is crucial. I've had Sheila uh, Chaplin on this show before. Uh, She's my personal tax planner and it's recommended. Sheila's going to tell you as you go and you're building your business throughout the year that you want to be setting aside an appropriate rate for your business into a separate account for uh, tax savings. So again, get a, a tax planner professional who can look at your business who can look at what you did last quarter, what you did last year, what you did the last three years and kind of what your trajectory is for this year and what your taxes were. Figure out all that information. And then she can say, or he can say, Paul, it's in your best interest of all the revenue that comes in. Take this percentage of that revenue and tuck it into a tax savings account. Cause what you want is when those quarterly taxes come due, um, April 15, June fifteen, September 15, um, January 15. You want to have the money sitting there and you don't want to oversave, but you definitely don't want to undersave. You want to you want to save just enough so that boom, you make that tax payment because you have saved it as you go. And so there's different philosophies out there. Some people say to save, you know, 25% of your uh, profits. Some say save ten or fifteen or twenty percent of your revenue. There's all I've heard so many different things from so many different people. But honestly, none of that. Um, how do I say this? It, it, your your variables differ from everyone else. Do you live in Australia or do you live in the United States? If you live in the United States, you live in California or Florida, right? Florida has no state income tax, and and, and other states. I don't think Nevada has it. Anyway, it's going to vary for your specific situation. That's why having help from a professional who can give you the right amount of what you should be setting aside. Cause it's, it's literally there's different people hearing my voice right now. And the answer is different for various situations, but what's the, the proven strategy is to save as money comes in, set some of it into a savings tax account. And then when tax bills come due, you have the money to pay them on time immediately. So When we talk about saving money, that's not the sexy part. Uh, Talking about compound interest growing in your um, investments is fun and and your real estate portfolio starting to grow. All of that stuff's fun, but the tax thing is absolutely necessary. Number four is establishing a savings rate. Uh, This is a pivotal step towards financial success that uh, Dave Ramsey, Warren Buffett, any of these guys are going to talk about uh, determining a percentage of your income that you can allocate towards saving and investments. The money guy, um, Brian Preston, he says to save 25% of your income. Dave Ramsey, I believe, says 15% after you're out of debt. So there's all all these different um, varying percentages and things of that nature. Whether you save 5% of your um, income or 10% or 15% or crazy 25%, but at the end of the day, the only way we're actually going to do that is if we build budgetary margins. And what that means is before the month begins, we actually say, okay, this month, I'm going to save 15% of my income. And if you have a, um, you know, if you pay yourself the same amount, because most people listening to me are small business owners, if you pay yourself the same amount every month, well, you can simply set it on auto pay for that money to go into your, um, you know, if you have Fidelity or Charles Schwab or... or um, TD Ameritrade or whatever your your, your um, account is in, you can set it up on um, auto draft so that it will go that percentage you set right into your investment and kind of auto set it up. But again, if you're going to do that and you're going to have money for your rent and you're going to have money for your food and if you're going to have money for, if you have children for the kids' activities and their clothes and your clothes and you have money for all this stuff, you you need to plan. Now, some people... Uh, when they talk about uh, the, the get rich quick stuff, like don't get rich quick, you know, you got to get rich slow. Well, in our industry, what we're seeing is people are getting rich quick. I mean, if, you, you know, guys are starting off at age 18 and by the age 25, they're making a boatload of money. Now, I mean, I might be seven years, but what I'm saying is we're in an interv- in industry where guys aren't afraid to work and sweat and you can make money serving customers throughout the year. Well. You can make a lot of money in this industry. And the problem is, and this is what happens with the NFL and NBA guys, the majority of them, they're not used to having money and they don't have these principles in place. They don't have a discipline to save money. So as the money increases, guess what else increases? The lifestyle, the lifestyle, the lifestyle, the lifestyle. And what you find from successful investors is they find a discipline in the monthly budget to say, I'm not touching this 15% or I'm not touching this 10% or I'm not touching this 25% like the money guy teaches. And you set that, that, um, savings rate up of what you're going to allocate for savings. And then you actually, uh, approach your lifestyle to scale back and be frugal where necessary so that you save that money. And as you make more money, You know, you can obviously increase your lifestyle uh, according to the ratios, but it takes um, discipline to um, have those savings rates um, in in order. Um, This creates what we call margin. And so these margins can be created by analyzing your current spending habits. What's your mortgage or rent? What's your food? You know, I'm not going to go down on the line item this, but what does all that cost you? And then figure out a way where you can be more optimized. Well, maybe last month we spent more, more money on DoorDash. I heard someone say this the other day that they spent more money on DoorDash last month than their mortgage payment. Well, that's, that's outrageous. You're spending more money on your line item. But true, truly, I heard this. The guy said, I was watching a YouTube video and the guy's like, my, my DoorDash monthly bill is more, than my mortgage. And he lives in California, has a nice house. So, again, if you can just cut that, I'm, I don't know if this person's saving or not, but I'm saying if you just cut that DoorDash in half, you can consciously make decisions to set that money aside in your long term financial goals of saving money. Um, number five, and we'll, we'll just breeze through this one um, when it comes to investment choices. It's essential to consider factors such as risk. I, I you know, how, how, I, I, I don't like taking big risk. I, I'm a very, very, you know, baby step conservative, um, time horizon, diversification and, uh, talk, you know, talking to a tax or not, um, yeah, you want to talk to a tax pro, but talking to a financial advisor and let them understand, Hey, here's my goal. I want to have X amount of money by this time frame. And I want it very diversified and really low risk or moderate risk or, what you know, just let them know your personality. Because for me, you know, my investment decisions might be different than somebody else who's who's got a little bit different of a uh, safety zone and personality, if that makes sense. But like I said at the top of the show, this isn't uh, legal advice or, or financial advice or anything like that. Um this is educational purposes. I hope these definitions have kind of helped you and that you will consider consulting a certified prefe- or you know a, a certified financial planner, a certified professional who has your best interest in, in mind. That they're not trying to get your money put it in an investment that gives them the quick <laughs> commission. Run like Forrest Gump if that's what you sense. But get a deeper understanding of these essential Concepts for small business owners that you're setting money aside for taxes, that you're setting money aside for your salary within that salary that you set aside. You don't spend it all on DoorDash, but you 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 put a, a, a part of it aside to build wealth. Dave Ramsey would say, pay off your debt first and then save. Other folks would say, save while you pay off your debt. Whatever you decide to do, the principle of compound interest has been around my entire lifetime. It's been around for Warren Buffett's lifetime. It's been around basically forever. And when you can explore the possibilities of mutual funds and index funds and the S and P 500, and we didn't even get into real estate, but you know, you buy a house and then ten years later it goes up in value, right? There's there's a whole there's so many other investments. I'm not touching them all. I'm just I'm just trying to to paint this picture um, so that you can adopt the discipline to have in your budget where you're saving money every month beyond just saving for your taxes, adopt these smart savings um, and investment strategies, and you'll, you'll be on your way to achieving financial mastery. So again, I said it 10 times or so, I don't know, but I just want to be clear, uh, consult certified professionals. Um, they can tailor these strategies to your unique circumstances. If you're sitting down with someone and you feel they have a dominating personality or they're pressuring you, or you just don't really understand, just, just be kind and Leave. And uh, find somebody who has a heart of a teacher uh, that can help you understand um, and then get started and be consistent. Um, I know Dave Ramsey puts his investments on auto, auto draft. So it just comes out of his checking account. Boom, goes into those investments accounts. And um, it's a whole nother day story for another day. Once your money goes into your retirement account, you still have to allocate it into it's just kind of sitting in like a holding account until you have to actually make sure it goes into you know, your, your S and P 500 index fund or whatever you choose to invest it in. But again, when you, when you sit down with a, um, a professional tax uh, pro, they, they can explain all of this to you. So I will leave this here. And, uh, thanks for letting me have this conversation. It's just something I kind of wanted to share. Um, I'm on the journey. I'm obviously not sitting on tens of millions of dollars yet in my life, but, this is how you get into that point, or it doesn't have to be tens of millions. It could just be a few million, or maybe it's just, I don't know what your financial goal is of what you want to achieve, but you don't want to wait five years down the road and be like, oh man, I remember Paul talked about compound interest five years ago and you still haven't got started. You know, get started today, make, make those baby steps to um, get your uh, financial mastery plan set up and then go, go knock it out and uh, build wealth. Thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, there's a few ways you can support what we're doing. Uh, If you're listening on Apple um, or Spotify, if you could drop us a rating and review, that goes a long way. We really appreciate that. If you haven't actually hit the follow button, follow the show, and thanks to everyone who shares the show. When you guys share it on Instagram stories, that pumps me up. I appreciate that so much. Um, That's how we've grown this show. So again, thanks to everyone who's uh, following the show, sharing the show, and we need some ratings and reviews, and, and especially in Apple. Um, That would really help us out. So thanks for listening. Hope to catch you on the next one. Don't miss your chance to level up at the 2023 Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. From October 17th through 20th, you can explore the best in landscaping and hardscaping across the 1,000 exhibits. Make the most of this event and use my promo code Paul to save a whopping 50% off your registration. Just check out the link in our show notes and let the growth of your business take center stage at the Equip Expo. it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.